When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. You've got appalling behaviour up in County Meath. This young, young lad getting an awful beating. He's only 14. Severe facial injuries, head injuries. I think his teeth are broken. Split lip, everything. Even uh, the T-shirt now getting involved in this discussion to try to send out a message to him that, you know, life will get better. It's an awful awful thing um, and very distressing videos on social media and they're still up there and social media hasn't taken them down yet while all of that was going on uh, around the country up the country and it's in all your newspapers this morning pictures of it and comment about it in all of your newspapers uh, this morning particularly seeing as the Taoiseach has given his 10 cents worth on it and and well he might we got contacted yesterday then by Rebecca now, Rebecca sent us on some very upsetting video, three videos, in fact, of an incident involving a young lad at a school in County Cork. Now, we're going to... We have the location. We have the name of the school. Uh, we know where this happened. We have the video evidence to show it. But we're not going to identify it. But there were very, very upsetting videos that Rebecca uh, sent us. Um of bullying in a schoolyard. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, PJ. How are you? Like, I mean, I can't even begin to see how upset and distraught that I actually am to see what's actually happening in schools. Hmm. The videos speak for themselves, PJ. Do you know what I mean? I mean, it was just no need for it. We're in 2023. I actually thought all of this would be kind of actually, so to speak, stopped. But, like... There was a gang and they just picked on one one boy and that poor boy now he's just very upset now he won't even go to school now unless his friends are in school you know he's absolutely terrified for listeners who haven't seen the video and and we won't be showing them because they would identify the lad describe what's in them so in the very first video they had him on his knees one boy put his fist into the fella on his knee's face and made him kiss his fist twice and say such and such is boss. Okay, so that was the first video. They were all laughing. There is, I don't know how many of them were there. Hmm. Um, and in that area, they knew there was CCTV footage on that area. Okay. And then the second video, they made him get up go over to an area where they knew there was no CCTV footage, right? They made him go back on his knees and asked him, did you text such and such a girl that you want to get back with her? The boy on his knees said yes, and then he got two boxes straight into the side of the face. I saw it, Rebecca. That's horrifying to see. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's uh, it's very upsetting, PJ, do you know what I mean? When I saw the second video of him close up and seeing his face and being so vulnerable, PJ, there was no one around him. Like, my question was, 
where was the teachers in the schoolyard? Where, where were they? Let's be very clear. This is in the schoolyard. What, what time of the day? Is it break time? Yeah, it was at around lunchtime, yeah, where they're all out together. And I'll tell you this, PJ, not one teacher knew about this. The boy's father actually went in Monday morning to say, my boy has been assaulted here in your school last Friday. And the school then said, knew nothing about it. And there was one teacher there and he said that he was on the school premises till 6.30 the evening of the assault and he knew nothing about it. And these videos are circulating on TikTok. Um, PJ, yeah, they were up on TikTok um, for three hours and then TikTok then took them down due to violence. Um, these boys and girls, they use a Snapchat as a, as a social platform, you know? Yes, yes. Um, so a lot of stuff has been shared through Snapchat and I don't know who put it up on TikTok, but it was up on TikTok then. And when the lad's father complained to the school and the teacher said, look, we, we must accept them at their word, I suppose. Teacher said they knew nothing about it. What happened then? So they actually checked the CCTV footage and saw a big massive cluster of um, kids there inside in the air. They saw that they saw it happening, and then um, the boy's father then showed the teachers the videos that he got sent to the weekend of of his boy being assaulted, mm-hmm. and the teachers were absolutely horrified. And they said their words were PJ. Them videos shouldn't have been taken. Where did you get them? And then the boy's father said, well, I'm glad they were taken, he said, because I have proof of what's after happening in here, he said. Yes. And then one particular teacher said, did this boy provoke the other boy? Like, did he provoke it by saying or doing something to the other boy? Hang on. So these videos, and I stress to listeners, I've seen them. They have perfectly identifiable school uniforms. Any yeah. teacher would have known this is in your schoolyard, mm-hmm. and they said, "What did he do to provoke it?" They, they, they yes. never said, "Oh my God, that's a terrible thing to be happening." We know mm-hmm. who those kids are because they're all identifiable. We know who those kids are. We'll confront yeah. none. None of none of the youngsters that that you know of, at least, or that the, the boy's father. None of them have been confronted about this. No. So what I know of is the teachers then suspended two of the boys. And they're on a report card. And that was it. Not one teacher approached that boy and asked him, is he okay? Is there anything that they can do for him? Mm-hmm. They did absolutely nothing. It's appalling. It really is appalling. It's very upsetting, PJ. I've spoken to my listeners before about my own school days. And when I look at those videos, I'm 14 again. And I'm being bullied in my schoolyard Rebecca. Yeah. So this is yeah. this is affecting me very very deeply. And what I, what I'm worried now, PJ, is that like that boy didn't even approach his parents or his family of what happened. Hmm. He was terrified because they threatened that if he did, that they would catch him out outside of school and do worse. So he was petrified, PJ. So the only reason that anybody found out about it was another. Another concerning parent went to the boy's father and said, do you realise that such and such is after being assaulted in school? Someone obviously saw the videos, did they? Yeah, they showed him then. They showed the boy's father and the videos. It's, it's appalling. It's a, it really, yeah. I, how is he now? I know, he, I know he's known to you. We're not identifying him. He's known yeah. to you. How is he? Yeah, he is. Like, PJ, he's, he's terrified to go to school, PJ. He's like, 
he's he won't go to school now on certain days that his that he knows his friends aren't going to be in school. He just won't go. He is absolutely terrified. You know, like I mean, said nobody should go through this, and like I, I just pray and please for anybody that is going through any of this type of bullying, just speak up. There's people out there to help and support you, no matter what it is. You know that kind of way. I know. Like even though, like he says, he's fine. I'm worried then in case like, you know, I mean, say you, you see um, young kids there and they're taking their own lives now today, PJ. Do you know that kind of way? Oh, you do. I, I've spoken to their devastated parents afterwards, do you know? Yeah. And as you said, it, it, that brings you back to your 14 and it still affects you to this day. It does. You know? It does. And I've said this before to listeners, Rebecca, I still remember what was done to me when I was yeah. 14. You'll never forget it, like? Never. And I know that this young lad will carry that scar to manhood and and it makes me so angry yeah like he's been called he's been name called inside school like he's only in first year for flip's sake you know the kind of way he has like another what four years to go inside in that school and come back again to the reaction when when the boy's father showed them the video yeah they were more concerned about how he got the video Yes. Oh, for God's yeah. sake. And did did the boy um say or do something to provoke this? That's just appalling. Like it's nearly what two weeks now, whatever since since it happened, and not one word from them. You know, to say like to, they didn't even approach the boy. They didn't say, "Are you okay?" You know, nothing. Absolutely nothing. The boy's parents did approach the board of management and they asked, you know, they told him the story. And it's only since then the school rang the boy's parents. How did that conversation go? Um, so they got the phone call to ask how was the boy and the parents were like, you're asking us now. Mm-hmm. You know, the boy is actually in your school under your care. Why don't you go up and ask him? You know? Yeah. It was only because now, because they got reported by the board of management that they're after contacting the parents you know I I just think more needs to be done PJ like I mean say suspension and a report card isn't going to stop this it's absolutely it's like a, a week's holiday for them you know the kind of way they're out of school for the week woohoo yeah. um, I think the rules should be changed you know they're so backdated they're so oh they're so what, old what do you think should be should happen like uh, in my opinion, right? Because going for me being bullied as well as a youngster inside in school, right? I I do personally think that everybody that was inside and was associated in that circle should have been put in a room with all of the adults, their parents next to them, because a lot of them parents don't even know what's after happening. Fair point. Like that boy's parent, right? Didn't even see the videos. The lad doing the, the yeah, the lad that yeah, yeah, the, she didn't even see the videos. You know, until another person showed like I'll be honest, I showed him to her. And what was her reaction? She was shocked. She was appalled. She was like, I didn't see the videos. And I, she goes, I just heard about it. And like you say in your message to us, like, this is what kids are doing for a laugh. Oh, they, they listen. They think they are the bee's knees. You know, and that's the reason I contacted yourself, PJ, because I want to I want to get this highlighted. I don't want kids to be afraid to come and talk to people. This is what's happening to me. Rebecca, please tell this young lad that, that I'm thinking of him and I have a particular personal reason for thinking yes. of him and I hope he'll be okay. Yeah. 
I do too. And you know what? I'm hoping because he knows that we're all supporting him. We're here for him. You know that. And we're going to try our best not for this for this to not happen again. You know. Rebecca, you have a good day. Thanks a million, PJ, for that. Oh, oh, I'm doing this job a long time. And uh, those stories come out all the time. Very few, very, very seldom you'll have someone brave enough like Rebecca to come and actually talk about it. Most people are afraid of retribution and, and all of that. Uh, but, um, and then, of course, you have that awful incident up the country, which is on all your newspapers this morning. Someone pointing out some media referring to the 14-year-old in County Meath as a young man. Uh, and, in fact, please, can we use the correct word? The person is a child. Happy to note that. I certainly wouldn't refer to a 14-year-old as a young man. Youngster, maybe, but young man, no. 14-year-old as a child. Kate says these bullies are sick people. I think if there were more guards around, there would be a lot less of this going on in places like public parks, which is true, Kate. But these videos were taken, the ones that were sent to us were taken in a schoolyard. Uh, so we can't necessarily... But your point is absolutely correct. 0818 96 96 96. And as we were talking to... Rebecca, uh, yesterday uh, um, about this uh, before speaking to her on air. Uh, the other story uh, was breaking from up the country in, in County Meath. Now that's just, I don't know what that come on lads, is that come on lads stop or come on lads get stuck in, I don't actually know, but either way, it's a very distressing clip. It's of a 14 year old lad being beaten up by a big gang, uh, purely, we understand purely because he's gay. Shocking, it's all over your newspapers, the Taoiseach has commented on it, and it's one of the big, and rightly so, one of the big uh, no, national news stories today, the fact that this is still going on. Podrick Wilson is a teacher from Cork, but based in Dublin and the host of the Voice Note podcast. Podrick, good morning. Morning, PJ. Very distressing. As a, as a teacher in a school, do you come across much much bullying day to day? You know, even just listening back to the clip there, PJ, it's, it's so upsetting to, to listen to. I, when I watched it yesterday, I genuinely, like, for, like, I saw it kind of before the news had broken. I saw it on Twitter and it, it felt like it was a reenactment. It was like one of those videos that you would use to teach children about how not to behave. Um, unfortunately, it, it is something that, you know, that, that is, it is seen. It, we felt like it was getting better for a long time in this country, I think. Um, you know, the marriage referendum was obviously a huge, um, Step step in the right direction, but unfortunately, what we're seeing, what we, what we feel like is it's it's like a putting a, a plaster over an open wound, mm-hmm. um, and that you know it you know we were so proud of ourselves, but actually it wasn't getting to the root of the problem at all, um, and these attacks are happening all across society, and it, it's it feels as though that they're more common than ever. Um, uh, I hear about them all the time. We see them in the news. We, 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 they're, 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 they're being underreported, mm. um, but they are definitely happening. And, and I, I feel like they're becoming more uh, more common than ever. Are you saying, Padraig, or suggesting that there's a lot of homophobia in our schools? They're, well, there, do you know what? Um, I thought the sco- that schools were, were doing were, were doing better. Mm-hmm. Um, 
well, then, until you see a video like like what we saw yesterday. Yeah. Um, you know, it it doesn't it it like I I think the young the youth today are more accepting than maybe the, the older generations. Um, but these behaviours, you know, that we're seeing, like that that's stemming from, you know, like a lot of these children are, are learning this behaviour from home too. You know, so it needs to start from yes. the top. Yes, yes. I've I've long been of the view. Padraig, almost going back to when I was bullied myself many years ago. A bully is not born. A bully is made. 100%. You know what I mean? I, I, and I've, I've spoken to you before um, on similar issues. Um, and I, and, I, and I, what I said the last time was, you know, these are learned behaviours. You know, when, when the child is born or when they start school, they don't see anyone as different. They just see, see, see the other person as someone that they can play with. Mm-hmm. Um, and and these, these attitudes and these opinions that they, that they, they form, um, there's something that, that that's instilled in them over, you know, as they, as they're growing up. Because go back to the marriage referendum, uh, Padraig, and okay, school kids obviously weren't old enough to vote, no. but but it was the younger voters of Ireland who yeah. drove didn't they carry it, drove it over the line, drove it Absolutely. over the line. You know? And it was it was such a huge achievement at the time, and I think I think everyone saw that as a um, as a really proud moment for Ireland because you know we'd seen we'd always been seen as this kind of backward country, you know that we were, we we had to catch up on our views and stuff like that, um, and then for it to pass and for it to pass so significantly was was huge, you know, um, and I think that did an awful lot for for gay people at the time yeah. um but like you know even recently i saw I've, like um i saw i heard of an attack in dublin where where there, there was a young guy on the way home from a night out and he'd been attacked totally unprovoked attack because he was gay um and he went straight to the guard station and he was left outside the guard station it was closed but there was there was guards in there but the doors were locked for over two hours because they thought he was drunk mm. but you know he was he was bleeding out you know and and another thing that i should say is um the reason that, that it was an awful shame that it took that video to be posted because the the, the child involved the, the victim of, of the attack will have to look will, will have to know that everyone has seen this video of him now mm. but the reason it was posted online was because the school involved and also the guardie had completely brushed brushed it under the carpet in fact they had said um you know that they they had other they had more important things to be dealing with but that they were called to the school during the week I mean that's totally unacceptable, and it's you know you know they're there to protect society, yeah. and you know gay people, um, members of the LGBTQ plus community, we're all members of the society, and we should be protected. We have the same rights as anybody else. Yeah, but the video, shocking though it is, I you're not the first person to say it in the last half a day that we wouldn't even be having this conversation if someone hadn't put that video out there it would have gone as another unreported incident 100% yeah 100% and like I, like I mean the people involved like the person taking that video was just as guilty as anyone that's thrown a dig do you know what I mean um, there's a and thing you, there's you, a you, thing Paddy. go back on that pause on that point exact point for a minute the video is useful because it draws attention to the fact that this happened and then we pause and we say but the person who stood by and recorded that video was as bad as the person beating the youngster. The person that took that video, PJ, didn't take it for... for um, raise, to, it, to, raise awareness, yeah. They did exactly, it. not yeah. at all. They took that so that, you know, they could, 
share it and and further humiliate the person that's been that had been so horrifically beaten up and assaulted. That's what that that was the reason. And I I, I don't know. I can't say for certain I wasn't there. But you know, you were you were asking there. You know about the person that was that was screaming in the background. I think that's the person taking the video. And it sounds to me like they're egging the people who are beating up. Let's let listeners decide. It might 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 be a little. Might might be a little off off base here, Padraig, but let yeah. me just let listeners decide what they think. I don't know, and I don't think you know either. I don't know whether no. this person is egging on the beating or trying to stop the beating. Let's just listen. This is only 15, 12 yeah. seconds. Here we go. Frighteningly like being egged on to me, doesn't it? It does. Unfortunately, it it sounds the same to me. Do you know? I'd like to think, I'd like to think that it's someone screaming, you know, uh, to stop. But I think if you were there and you really wanted someone to stop that badly, you'd get involved a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I don't think you'd be screaming from the from the sidelines just to, uh, to you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it's horrendous. It's 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 one of the one of the worst videos I'd seen in an awful long time. Yeah. Um, and it's it, what's frightening about it is, um. It could happen to anyone. That that child was literally just coming up. Like they have a right to education, the same as anybody else. And after school, you walk home, you know. And like if like if there's a parent out there, just think of their own child walking home from school and being so like horrifically assaulted, just doing you know the same thing that anyone else does. It's 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 awful. It's it's really awful. And and like I I and like. I, I tweeted yesterday and I said, you know, it's awful that we have to watch it. But I hope that, you know, eventually this child gets some comfort in that there is a conversation being created now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that people, people are going to see this and they are going to talk about it. And we're going to hopefully move in the right direction now following this because it can't go on, especially for the youth. This, this, this person is going to be, you know, they're going to need years of help after this. They will carry that scar into manhood. For for forevermore, forevermore, and no so will our young you our young men that that Rebecca was talking about. They carry it exactly, and 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 Padraig, I speak as someone who was bullied, and I carried it into manhood. Yeah, you, of course you do. Like it's something. It's it's a scaring thing. Like and like you know, for a fourteen year old especially, like they're at a very very vulnerable Damn time right in their there. lives. Damn you know, right um, t- t- like teenage years are some of the most difficult years for people, and for someone who is, you know, obviously going through the process of coming out and stuff, it's even more difficult because yes. they feel different and they feel isolated yes. as it is. So, for a group of people to come around and absolutely, you know, rip it out of them be- because of that, yeah, uh, take shocking. videos of it and scream at them, um, is just totally unacceptable. And 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 I know that the the people involved are also youths. But they they really need to be held accountable for this, and, and, and an example needs to be set that you know this can't go on. Come back to the principle, and I think you agree with me. And you're you're a teacher, so you're far eminently more qualified than I. A yeah. bully is not born; a bully is created. A bully is made. I agree. Right. I agree with you. Good man. Thank you, Padraig. Padraig Wilson, uh, Cork teacher, uh, living and working in Dublin, and host of the Voice Note podcast. Thank you, Padraig. We're getting calls coming in. I knew we would. This is rampant, lads. I think the parents, says this caller, parents should be made to pay for the medical treatment and for compensation for the lad involved in the incident in Meath. No excuses. Someone else asked, what safety protocols are in place now for those boys? Uh, Aubrey says, anyone involved should be locked up for six months. I'll go to, I'll go to Sarah on one. We're not going to name any schools or any places now in these, the course of these conversations, just for, 
for 101 different reasons. Sarah, morning, you were listening to Rebecca. Morning, PJ. Do you know, I was listening to it and I can tell you now my blood is ready to boil this morning because I went through something very similar myself and I'm nearly 40 years old and if these people see me, they'll still chance their arm at mocking me and belittling me and things like that. And, you know, 20 years later, it still hasn't changed. But one thing I'd like to say to Rebecca is well done for being her child's voice because it's the only way. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. To get through this because it does damage to people and I, it really worries me with schools as well because I think teachers are in a very difficult predicament mm-hmm. on how they are going to manage it because at the end of the day, everyone is just a child. But I suppose in my situation, it started when I was 10 years old in a small little town in Cork. And I'm not going to name the town, but I hear people on your radio station praising this town beyond all regularly. And I think to myself, well, I didn't have a nice experience there because people living in that town made my life a living hell. And Sarah, and not that it not that it matters, and I don't wish to ask the question as if mm-hmm. it did, but why you? I always ask myself the same thing. And do you know something, PJ? I had a counsellor. Um, that I had to go to, um, to to obviously get through some very difficult times. And he compared it to a song, The Rattling Kind Sing All Around the Town. And he said there's a sentence in it that it was like a toxic virus. And that's exactly what it was. They just took an instant dislike to me when I was just a 10-year-old little girl. And it continued on right up until I was a teenager into my adulthood. And I just don't understand how our government aren't putting policies in place. There was someone in Trinity College at one point, Professor Mona Moore, and she was advocating for policies to be put in place. And it's just not happening. Schools, what are their bullying policies? Are the parents being informed of these bullying policies? Is it being kind of, I suppose highlighted we do not accept this behaviour. Mm. You look at Anna Kriegel of the country, yeah. she was being bullied whether people want to believe it or not and that resulted in a horrific murder and what people don't realise yeah. is, and it's one thing that really grates on me, is when people use this word banter it, it yeah, drives yeah, me yeah, mental yeah. because one negative comment about a person that can affect them for the rest of their life. It can affect their self-worth, it can affect their resilience, and it can affect relationships as they get older in life. And that's what's happened to me, I'll be quite honest. Are you, are, you, are you saying, Sarah, that you now are still in counselling because of what was done to you as a little girl? Well, what I'd say about it is I go for counselling sometimes. I had to have very intense counselling for it. And I went to an amazing counsellor and it was so good for someone to say, I hear you, Sarah, and I think what happened to you was horrendous. 
and I sometimes have to go maybe every six months okay. and just for a top up yeah. if I'm having yeah, maybe yeah, a bad yeah. day. But I I do think that people don't realise the damage this is doing to people. It's it's not on. And why should another person make another individual's life a living hell? What do they do to deserve it? They do nothing. There's a good there's a good point to finish. Sarah, thank you very much and I wish you well. Oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. Twenty years or more later, she's still struggling with the memories of what happened to her as a little girl. Enza, will you hold on for me? Enza, will you hold on for me for a couple of minutes till I take a quick commercial break and we'll talk then. Would that be okay? Yeah. Cheers. Enza, thanks for holding. Um you have your own um, input here. Good morning. Hi, good morning, PJ. How are you doing? Hi. Bullying. You say kids aren't safe anywhere. No, literally not anywhere. I mean, we went to a playground in East Cork. I won't mention the the, the name of the playground. Okay. But I mean, my, my daughter's only like three years old and she was, you know, happily climbing up the jungle gym and there were like three or four teenagers on the other side. And I mean, the one was daring the others to kick her. And I mean, like... To kick your little girl? Yeah, just to kick her. Like, And I just thought to myself, like... How does somebody just see an innocent child like that and the first thing that comes to their mind is, let me harm it, you know, like, or let me harm this person? I just, I just, you know, like, it's just beyond me, you know? What did you do? Well, I was actually standing further back, you know, just sussing everything out, and my husband was standing directly behind her. So I didn't do anything. I think I was more in, in shock of what I was actually hearing. And I thought that maybe my husband heard and he wasn't going to entertain it. And he was just going to, you know, he had everything under control. But I mean, when I asked him afterwards, you know, did you hear what they, they were saying? And he said, oh, no, he didn't hear anything. And I mean, they could have just literally have come out of like ha- had done it. And he would have not even been able to stop it because it would have just come out of nowhere. You know, and I just I just keep on thinking afterwards, like the damage that could have been done. You know, to the so so there you were with a little three-year-old going up on a climbing frame, and these teenagers were discussing whether which one of them would kick her. Yeah, the, the, the like the biggest one, like he just took one look at her, like he just looked in her direction, and he he like laughed, and then he said to the others, oh, I, "I dare you to kick this kid," and then then the others were like, "No, you," and then he was like, "No, you," and and then I think eventually it was they were just going back and forth. And then they just they just moved on to doing something else. But I mean, like, how is that even a discussion? You know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I how do, can you course. how can you just look in in a child's direction, and the first thing that comes into your head is you want to hurt you want to hurt that child? Like, that's not normal. Where did they learn that? You wonder. Exactly. Like, like how are they how are they brought up? Yeah, that's a. That's the question, isn't it, Enza? Yeah, because I mean, but, I mean, I just think to myself afterwards if they, if one of them had done it, and I, and they weren't small teenagers; they were actually really big teenagers. Like the damage that could have been done, you know? Yeah, shocking. And your husband, yeah. to his credit, he didn't hear anything. Yeah, he was none the wiser. He said that he was so focused on what she was doing that he didn't hear anything. Oh, that's okay. And too. I mean, it could. He, I mean, then I just think you know I should have maybe have stepped up. I mean, no, they could no, have turned no. on me as well, you know. No, no well, yeah, that, that, there's that as well. Because if yeah. If, oh. Enza, thank you for that. And uh, that, that was a shocking, shocking experience. So there she is in a playground. Figure this one out. She's in a playground with a little three-year-old 
jumping onto a climbing frame, as they will. And these teenagers watching, and they're on the climbing frame too, and they actually have a discussion between the two of them who's going to kick her first. Like, hello. Back to schoolyards and that uh, shocking incident in, in County Meath. Terry is saying that the fella shouting in the video sounds like a fella egging on a team at a hurling match. That's Terry on Twitter. You're not wrong. I'm going to listen to this one more time because I watched it early this morning. I thought, is he, is he trying to break it up? But the more you listen to it, no, that's not so happening here at all. No, no, it's not. That's like a fellow trying to push Munster over the last metre for a try. Councillor John Maher, good morning. Morning, PJ. How are Horrifying, isn't it, John? Oh, PJ, there's, there's, there's no words to, to describe it. You know, um, I, the irony was, was that I, I had just finished deputising for the Lord Mayor um, and I spoke about hope. Um, and um, I used a quote from, from Harvey Milk, you know, that hope that all will be all right. Um, for all members of the the LGBTI plus community, mm. and as I was giving that quote, um, as I was giving that quote, the um, this, this this young person was being attacked. Um, now that video that video had gone out, um, that video had gone out um, across across social media channels, mm. um, and it just makes you realise, you know, that we, you know, we're really not where where we think we are um, in Ireland. I was making the point to Podrick. John, and he's a teacher, um, with regard to the, the referendum, the equality referendum, that it was the young voters of Ireland. I mean, you know, you campaigned on that. and uh, It was the younger voters of Ireland drove that equality referendum over the line, drove it over the line in the coach and horses. No, I did. It well, did, what's did, happening? If I, I, I suppose, I suppose, PJ, we need, we need to be careful a small bit as well. Look, again, I'm a youth leader, thankfully. And I work with some of the most incredible kids um, and teenagers. And I know, I know when something horrific like this happens that, you know, it does scare. Uh, by the way, I'm 40 years of age and, and it, it shook me. Yeah. I, I, you know, I am scared. I'm not going to lie about that. Um, you know, and even coming on the radio like this, you know, I genuinely was, 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 was doubting myself this morning. But it's something I, I feel I have to do. And I have to do it because for these people that are a lot more scared, that can't come out, that aren't comfortable in their own community... And they need others uh, to come out. And what I would, I, 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 I'd, I'd, I'd ask everybody that's listening, is that you know, you might, you might be, you might have voted back in in in, in 2015. 1.2 million people voted, by the way, PJ. You know, mm. that's a lot of young people and old people and everybody in between. And um, now the young people did drive it, but there was 1.2 million voted. Um, and I think now, though, what what I said and what I said yesterday as well is that, and at any event I get to speak on is that. The pride flag and, and the rights, it's not like Christmas. We don't put up the Christmas tree and take it down and put it in the attic for 11 months. It's, it's a constant. It's a 12-month thing. It's a year-on-year thing. And we've achieved a lot. And, and by the way, there's a lot more uh, braver and courageous people than, than me. You know, we look in Cork, Arthur Leahy, Siobhan O'Dowd, Kate Moynihan. I'm after leaving out so many people when, when I speak to you, PJ, but, and I'm sure you can add to it, but there's been so many brave people. I think that of the great, the late, great Dave Roach. Dave Roach, you know, there you go. Uh, you're absolutely, 
And I think we've achieved a lot. But what I would say to people, you know, I, I hear it all the time. Oh, the flag. First of all, if you're getting offended about a flag, you've got very little to worry about in, in everyday life, you know. Mm. The flag, again, PJ, I think this is something, the flag represents everybody, including the LGBTI community, you know. The colours, the red represents life, orange is healing, green is nature, uh, yellow is sunlight, uh, blue is serenity, violet is um, spirit. I mean, tell me anybody that rings your radio show that can't relate to them. Do you know, John, um, you're the first person in all the years who've gone through those colours for me. Do it again, will you, please? I, I will, and I left out some PJ, so I'll be, I'll be murdered, but I'll go again. But again, red represents life, orange healing, green nature, yellow sunlight, blue serenity, violet spirit, the black and brown is people of colour, and the blue, pink, and white is trans people. No. If people that ring the radio show or walk the streets of Cork can't relate to any of those colours and say that one of those colours isn't for them and they get offended about green for nature or red for life or orange for healing, things that we all relate to, I really, really wonder, you know, if that's the biggest thing you have to worry about when we've got young lads up in Navin and, 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 and as Porig said, they're the people that we're hearing about. That's the stories yeah. that we're hearing they're about. They're the ones that are getting out. In the, on the one hand, the, the taking of the video and sharing of the video was done for all the wrong reasons. It has backfired on the person that did that because we're now discussing it and that is only right that we do. Can I explore something with you, John? Um, and I, I don't want to get too personal here, but you said to me a minute or two ago that you were nervous about taking my call after you texted the show. Now, you are, like you say, you're 40 years of age. You, you've, you're, you, you've been out for years. You, you're a public representative. Why were you nervous, John? Do you still get crap? You, you, you do, PJ. But, and I want to be very clear about this, PJ, and I, I do appreciate it. This is not about John Marr. Uh, five and a half years, I, I overcame th- that, that challenge for me. But I'll never forget the way I felt back then. And now, every time I get to speak on something like this, or I get to represent, to deputise for the Lord Mayor of Cork City, or turn up to a public event, my biggest concern is the person that was like me five and a half years ago. That felt, even though they had all the friends in the world, like, like for my own, I had a house, I had a good job, I had the best friends, I had the best family, but I felt that I had nothing. And that feeling never leaves you. So when I'm addressing or when I'm speaking like this, it's for that person that's at home and, and not necessarily a young person. You can be you can be an old, young, gay person. You know, mm. you just might not have come to, to that realisation. Yeah, there's a first generation now, going off topic slightly, but there's a first generation now, isn't there, of people who were able to come out after it ceased to be a crime. I even can't believe I'm still saying that. After I, it ceased p- to be a crime. They're, PJ, they're quite I'm, old now. I, I opened I opened the interagency uh, um, week long awareness on Monday in City Hall, and I, I I hit on the on the opening speech. I hit on the decriminalisation of homosexuality. It was ninety three, but just and and what I said with that was that I was ten, my baby brother was just born, and I was delivering echoes for Pat the Echo Man around the Glen, and I remember reading the headline. You know, it is no longer a crime to be gay. But I do remember as well, as a 10-year-old, and I think this is important, 
I do remember picking up as you threw in the, 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 the echoes of the conversations going over the walls and all that. And they weren't, you know, they weren't pretty, you know. It was still, mm. it was still, they were still different, you know. Now, we've come a long way since 93, and that's important. But I, I just think we should never take it for granted of where 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 we've come from and where we are now and, and the challenge ahead, you know. Um, and I believe when, when you look at that result, the 1.2 million, I know people are, are, are our allies, they're on our side, but what I would ask is that, you know, make a conscious effort the next time is that when, it, when some attack like this does happen, that on your social media, instead of sharing the video, share a pride flag, share somebody that you love, share somebody that you know, maybe don't even share something, go in and knock the door and say, you're all right. Yeah. Because we know the allies are there. We know the support is there. And uh, I, I, I finished off um, on on Monday with when I get self-doubt and, and when I become overwhelmed, the thing that brings me back all the time is that I know the message of love and inclusion and acceptance is far greater than that of hate. And that's the one thing. And we must never forget that, even in the that's darkest true. of times. That's true. John, can I ask you, lastly, because I opened with it this morning and I had no idea where this conversation was going to go. The pride flag is flying over Collins Barracks for the first time ever. How do you, how do you feel about that? It's, it's incredible, PJ. And, and, and again, right, not for me. Uh, on, on Monday, I got to raise the pride flag at City Hall. Little did I ever know that I would be in that position. But there was a time when I could only walk across the bridge and stand from the other side and watch that flag. So when I see flags fly up and fly high, I think about the person again that can't cross over the bridge, that can't um, enjoy a fantastic event where we celebrate who we are and we celebrate what we're about and we look to the challenges ahead. But I think about that person that from the distance is looking on and that's why the flags are so important. So whether they're flying from a school, a GA club, um, your local pub, your local shop, or Collins's barracks, that's the person that we must always be mindful of is the person that isn't ready yet. And, and if they are listening, PJ, the time will come, and when it does come, there is a big community here waiting for you and ready to accept you and ready to be friends with you, become friends, and get on with you, and, and it will become good. All right. John, thank you. That's our councillor, John Maher. Donna, uh, this this triggered you. Good morning. Hi, PJ. How are you? Good, good. Your lad is the same age. He is. He's just 14 now, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tell me about him. Um, he's, he's very bright. He's very loving. You know, um, very funny. Like, he's a brilliant, brilliant child. Um... He he did come out to me two years ago as um, gay, which is totally fine with me. I'm fully in support of him. Um, <laughs> and he loves very he early is. on then, yeah? He did, yeah. Mm. Um, he loves who he is. He has lots of friends, everyone, you know, who accepts him for who he is and, and everything like that. Um, um, but I suppose he knows a lot, like from social media and stuff like that, he would know that there is this type of bullying out there. Um, and he does live in fear you know um, and as a mother I live in fear because I just think of like when I see things like this now this morning like it breaks my heart and I didn't even see the video mm. uh, I don't Donnie, want to don't see want it to. No. no I don't want to see it even listen to the piece that you play there with the voices I I, I just 
I was driving to work and I just felt like crying, you know. Yeah. It's just horrific to think that that this can happen. Um, and it is happening every day. Yeah. Um, this like young lad was left with severe injuries. I think he's got yeah. broken teeth and split lip and all that kind of carry on, you know. Yeah. It's horrendous and no child should have to face that and no parent should have to get that phone call to say that, like, this has happened to your child, you know? Mm. I don't wrong? know what I do if What's I What's wrong with us when, when, when there are people... Because as I've said before, and I'll say again, Donna, no bully is born. Bullies are made. What's, yeah, wrong, exactly. what's wrong with a society yeah. where that's made? I don't know. Um, I suppose... I suppose, I mean, the biggest role models in your life is your parents. So where you live um, and where you grow up is, you know, is where it should start from, is where people should teach people to teach their children to accept everybody for who they are. And that, you know, we don't have to be labeled as different and everyone should just be classed as the same. Um, And yeah, I, I just think, I mean... I mean, as I said in my message, like I would rather be raising my child as he is um, than than raising a bully. You know, I wouldn't accept my child to go out and do that to anybody. Like, um, and I just don't know how. Like, the children that do this over and over again, so they're clearly not being punished at home or not being. You know, there's no consequences for their behaviour. You know, you you say that he's got fantastic friends and and he's happy. He does, yeah. And he's very happy, he is. Good. But he is afraid. And like he, he had a minor incident, I suppose, for the first time um, where he was in the street and he was being called names and stuff like that. Um, but he, uh, he, he does tell me like he won't go outside unless his friends call for him first. He wouldn't walk to call for his own friends on his own. You know? And he'd say to me, like, you know, ma'am, it's, it's, it's not like, it's not easy for me like it is for you. I can't walk. I have to make sure when I turn every corner that I have to be aware of what's coming around that corner, you know? And that breaks my heart that he has to live like that. At 14? At 14, yeah. He's very self-aware. Which is he is very self-aware, yeah. He is. And I suppose, in a, go- in a way, social media is good. In a way, it's bad. I mean, I would, I don't, sometimes I think if he didn't know all this stuff was happening, he wouldn't be afraid of what might come to him. Mm. But at the same time... He's aware of it and he can be on his guard, but like you, nobody should have to live like that. He's you know? part of the Snapchat fraternity, I, as in yeah. his age is the age that uses Snapchat. It's, it's, I forgot how to use it years ago, and my daughter yeah. politely said, Dad, it's designed that way. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but seriously, it's a horrible place by all accounts. It is, yeah. It is. I'm glad I'm, I'm, I wasn't in that era, like that I'm <laughs> old enough to be not in this. But um, no, it's just, I suppose, uh, I mean, he's he's 14. He has the same, you know, hopes and dreams as every other child out there. Um, but he has to live with this kind of, a, you know, I mean, as I said, he's happy with who he is and he doesn't hide it or anything like that. But it's just that he does have to be aware that people won't like that and people will, you know. Some people. I mean, yeah. Some people, and I, I fear for the time when, for the time coming when he's, you know, eighteen or nineteen, and he starts to go out with his friends clubbing and things like that, and you know, when and he, he starts dating, well. I mean, yeah, exactly, exactly, all of those things, you know, and everybody worries about their children growing up and what might come, but like, I think when you have something like this, you know, when you have a, a child who's, uh, shall we say, different the way they label it, um, you have to kind of, you have to just think more and have more kind of fears. Well, you know, he's got a rock in his corner in you, Donna, and and thank you for calling. And um, that's Donna. Son is fourteen, gay, same as the lad in.
County Meath. To the person who messaged in and said, if you watch the full video, the, the guy doing the shouting changes to getting them to stop later on. Perhaps he does. I don't have the stomach for the full video, quite frankly. I don't. PJ, there's more videos in Cove. I'm seeing that as well. Yeah, bullying never ending, says Frank. Do people not remember Leanne Wolf? Oh, Frank, I was waiting for someone to bring up that name. Uh, there's, there's loads of it. I'm a past victim of bullying. Mine happened well over 25 years ago. To this day, I still have the trauma and the PTSD. I struggle to trust anybody, even after intensive therapy. Uh, the long-term effects linger. People really need to be aware of what to them might be just jokes or banter. It can very well ruin somebody else's life. I don't wish to share my name. And you don't have to. Corks 96 FM.